Thanks for tuning in to No Cap, the internet's saddest podcast, this week at least. I'm Jason Priestess. He's the legendary Tyvis pal. How are you, my man? Not good. <laughs> Not, Not good. good. <laughs> Not good at all. I can't believe what this world has come to, you know. This is this is definitely one year full of books, I'll tell you that. And it's it hurts my heart a little bit, but you know what? We're going we gonna to talk about it on this show. Yeah, it, you know, you and I were both optimistic guys. We really are, but, man, this week has been tough, you know. And <laughs> no, no cutting around it. It's, it's, it brings tears to my eyes, you know. Like, God, no, not all the games. You can't cancel this one, but it is what it is, man. I just feel bad for the players. Yeah, man, my heart goes out to them, too. You can find No Cap on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and elsewhere. We're thankful for your support, having a lot of fun with this. So keep those reviews coming, five stars only, please. And, uh, you know, we'll take some feedback, too. We know we're not perfect, but uh, we're having a lot of fun, and I, I like to think we're getting better and better every week. That's always, you know, always it's slow progression, but, you know, we're moving in the right direction for sure. We are. Hey, Buckeyes, 52, Michigan State, 12 last Saturday. How did that make you feel as a noted Michigan State hater? <laughs> I, I'm not, I wouldn't consider myself a hater. I'm more uh, I'm a, I'm a trooper. You know, I, I, I was disappointed a little bit. You know why? Because I, we was 48 points short of what I wanted to be. 100? <laughs> I would have been a satisfied Buckeye uh, alumni if we would have went ahead and hung 100 up on them. But, you know, you know, I take the dub. The dub is better than a loss any day of the week. So, you know, I'm, I'm cool with that. Yeah, nice win. I didn't want to put you on the spot and call you a hater. I just remember you last week saying you hope their grandkids lose and everything like that. Too. <laughs> yeah, they, they grandkids, they kids, kids, and anybody else that want to go there. Everybody, it's just you know, it, I don't know why you would even. And then on top of that, all they do is try to recruit kids from Ohio, anyways. They know why don't they just keep their talent in state? Like why they can't recruit people from there? Them and the other school that I whose name I don't speak of. They don't have enough guys in state. I think the answer, right? That sound like that sound like a personal problem. That's a they they need to fix that in their own state. You know, they need to stop trying yeah. to come to come to Cleveland and Ohio or whatnot to try to take talent from there. Don't nobody even want to go there anyways. But that's another story. No, I'm with you, man. They don't anymore. It's ever since Trestle showed up and put a fence around the state, man, he shut that down. I mean, Michigan State's still getting guys that you know, I think they had 24 on their roster from Ohio, but. You know, by and large, they're guys that Ohio State's not offering. I think and, uh, I think as you know, of Ohio needs to come together and say we're not even gonna take our talents up to that state. Now, professionally, that you know that's different. You know, that, that is what it is. Right. But I feel like college, we shouldn't even because like you you wasting your time going up there. It's, it's not gonna make you any better as an athlete. You know what I'm saying? Like it's it's poor poor coaching up there. Oh, I agree. You know, here's the solution, too, man. For the longest time, these kids that didn't have Ohio State offers would go up there and, and get, get free school and play, play in the Big Ten, and that's great and good for them. How about this, man? Instead of going up there, they go to Cincinnati, the kids at Ohio I State. I what, since the way Cincinnati even playing, Coach Fit got them boys rolling. They're looking good, man. He's a heck of a coach. Yes, and, he is. Credit. Shout uh, out to Coach Fick, man. How about that? 
Indeed, man. He's what a job he's done down there. And he's just going to be in conversations this year, next year, whatever year, if it happens, if he wants to go to like a bigger school, because they're going to come, they're going to come looking for him soon, yeah, man. He's, yeah, he's doing the way he's doing it. It wouldn't be shocking. It, it might, the, the way y'all keep talking about Herman, he might go to Texas. <laughs> <laughs> Here, we'll give you another fuck out to try to turn your program around. Speaking of man, Urban Meyer, uh, finally telling Texas, thanks, but no thanks. Uh, some word out there they might offer him 84 million for seven years which is insane money this is urban was really i mean he, he did well in his coaching thing you know as far as financial man right. <laughs> i love you i love you ohio but yeah 84 i think you would understand i think people would understand yeah that's that's like generational money. That's set your family and their your kids and their kids and their kids up. You know, that's 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 insane money. But I'm thinking about Tom Herman because he's still the coach the whole time, and, <laughs> and te- Texas is out here flirting. You know, it's like, uh, you know, the analogy I keep thinking of. It's basically like Urban was texting Tom's girl and flirting with her, and Tom just had to look there and take it. I mean, like, man, I know the business is a you know, it's it's a business. Yeah, you know? it and is. But you know, no feelings. We, and, we, wow. But you know, Tom kind of did it to his – I mean, he didn't do it to himself, but, like, just, you know, the players ain't been performing and the team hasn't been up to the expectations. And, you know, they've done things where they've – they fired – I think then last year they fired, like, all the offense coordinator, everybody on the staff basically except him. So it's kind of yeah. like, you know, Tom, we giving you all the chances to be successful. We give you the benefit of the doubt. But, you know, the team's still not as successful as they would like it to be. And Tom's been there for what three, three years, four years, right? Something like yep, that. Yeah. So it's kind of like you know, you know, it ain't working out right now. So we got to start. We got to what they would say is keep our options open. You know, <laughs> they got to keep their options open. Yeah, they're 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 in a relationship, but they're looking right now. Yeah. <laughs> that's that's for sure. <laughs> Man, just again, what a what a tough business this this can truly be. Yeah, um, not fun. <laughs> you know, because it's you know it's like, even on a professional level, it's like all through the year. Like it's all yeah. It's the players that's nervous all through the year because you know you got to make the Tuesday deadline. Well, people that don't know in the NFL, if you you got to make it past Tuesday at four p.m. Eastern Standard Time, if you make it past that, and they haven't cut you. Your salary is guaranteed for the week. So whatever money you was gonna make, you if they can, they can cut you, <laughs> but you, they still gotta pay you. So you at least know you got a check cut. That's how you know. That's I live my life Tuesday to Tuesday. You know that that's that's another side story. <laughs> that sounds awful. <laughs> it's not. It's really not fun. It's not at all. <laughs> it's very stressful at times, especially because you gotta think about like, man, did I do good in this game? How did I do in practice? It's not fun at all. Yeah. <laughs> so like three thirty, man, you're you're checking your phone. I mean, yeah, no, really, no, seriously. You locking you your door. There, you looking at the clock and you like, man, what's that four o'clock hit? You just like, whoo, whoo. <laughs> man, you know what? It, I, I think I mentioned on here before, but if there's anything I've learned from talking to guys like you and Joshua, people that played in the NFL, is just how brutal that business is too man it's like you're just you're just a body you know a lot of times to these teams right yeah listen and then it's like if you if you can't get the job done don't worry about it we'll bring somebody in and can can we'll get it done type thing it's, like, it's really like no no second chances none of that it's like if you can't get it done cool somebody else will we'll See, give you a spot bam it, 
That's tough. And that's exactly why I did not play in the NFL because I didn't want to deal with that stuff. Oh, but see, that's the thing. <laughs> outside, outside of that, it is beautiful. It's like, oh, it's, but it's still the game that you grew up as a kid. You go out in the backyard to play. It's still like that, man. It's, all that's still there. But it's just the business aspect is just not, no. not ideal. I'll tell you that. And it's it's kind of like what kind where Herman's going through right now. It's like, you know, all like I was trying to say, it's all through the year, the players is nervous about that, that like yeah. getting cut and getting fired. And then it's like at the end of the season, it's the coaches that's worried now. Like it ain't the players no more. It's like the coaches is like, oh my God, I might Makes lose sense. my job this year. So it's kind of it's kind of funny how the tables turn throughout the season. More money, more problems, man, for sure. And you guys, you know, you talk about how awesome it is. Like what are, I mean, the perks too, like you're flying private jet or or charter jet and you're staying in great hotels and, and you know you get, you get per diem like a lot of people don't know nfl players get per diem i mean oh was- yeah yes you do it's nice i couple little dollars you know nice little couple dollars i used to take that per diem and pocket that like oh it's gonna go towards my uh my fun money <laughs> do, do you do you know what it was when you were when you last uh, got a per diem do you know the amount by a- it, it'd be like like 140 160 it varies like depending on how far the team travel that's kind of like how much you get how many days you stand like if it's a two-day trip obviously you get more money um if it's a one-day trip you obviously get less money but it usually be like 100 100 dollars 200 dollars that's a, so i'm picturing guys like pat mahomes tom brady with all the money in the world and just say, okay thanks for that 140 yeah, you know? that, yeah and then you know they obviously you can you they got little games on the on the plane where you i've can, heard that i heard put, put the 20 dollars in the bag <laughs> <laughs> put, everybody put the 20 dollars in the bag and put your number on it. If you if they pull your, they go pull a twenty out. Whoever's number on it win the whole bag. You win that bag. Oh my god, you own. You is own. Yeah, I've I've heard some of the. You have that, and then you got guys playing poker, and that per that per diem money gets used quickly. <laughs> yeah, it, it can go fast. <laughs> Because uh, usually, usually you're supposed to take the money to like give you some get eat and stuff and go out to like different cities if you want to go with, out to the restaurant with like your teammates and stuff like that. That's kind of what people use the money for. But um, the team also provides like a free meal, so like it's like you don't have to do it if you don't want to because we gonna feed you. But if you want to go out and explore the city and um, you know get some food or something like that, then we'll give you some money for that too. Yeah, that's amazing. It's uh, yeah, tough business, but lots of cool perks. Like I'm you telling said. you, it, 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 if it wasn't for that that uh, that cutthroat getting fired part, man, it's, yeah, beat that business with a bat. Yeah, yeah, that's nuts. Uh, the game, no game this week. Michigan, uh, not too long ago, had 45 players and staff associated with their football program with COVID, which is that, a lot. That's ridiculous. <laughs> that is ridiculous. Yeah, yeah. That's so it, how it spread fast, man. I'm telling you. Hey, like my this is my time to do my friendly reminder. Please, yes, wash your hands, wear your mask, and please practice social distance. We are almost at the end of the year. There's no guarantee that 2021 won't have it. <laughs> Obviously, it probably will. But we got to work together to eliminate this. You know, it's just one of those things. It's, it takes everybody. We need to all focus, lock in, because we do not want another year like this. And if all it takes is for us to not be selfish for a couple of months, then we all need to just be all in on it, put all our chips in, and let's get rid of this so we can go back to life, the beautiful life that we all knew. Yes, listen to the man. Uh, Michigan with 13 more COVID 
positive new test this week. So basically, first time since 1917, the two teams won't play. That's uh, that's hitting me hard, man. It's every year. Yeah, of my, that's, you know, a, that's over 100 years. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, every year of our lives. It's just like, oh, yeah, we play Michigan in November. It's just something you can count on. And uh, gone, gone this year. Buckeyes were favored by 30 points, the most that, in modern history. That's that's a little um, short than I thought it would be. I, you know, it's a couple – I was thinking more about 100, but, you know, that's <laughs> there. <laughs> oh, they, they would have lit them up, man. They would have – Justin Fields would have had 400 yards, 500 yards on that secondary, about six or seven touchdowns because they, they can't cover. Yeah. That was my point. That's exactly my point. Yeah, we, we got robbed of a really – Really great showing. Um, hopefully, I, I don't know what uh, is in the future of a lot of players, like Justin, for example. I don't know. I mean, we probably could guess right what he's going to do after the season. But you know, it's just would have been nice to watch him go out there one more time and light it up like he do. Yeah, fortunate that you know we won't get to see it. And here's a fun rule this year too, because of COVID. Like none of this counts as eligibility this year. So really, yeah. So Fields is a junior, and he, in theory, would be a junior again next year, like anybody else that wanted to come back. So, in theory, we could have two more years of Justin Fields, but we're not. He's he's, no. he's NFL bound. You know, got to be nah, real about it. I mean, we got to be we got to be honest. Yeah, you know, no cap, right? When you when you hide, you got to go. <laughs> Listen, <laughs> any any young athlete that's in college that's listening to this, listen, when you, if you making them plays and you that top dog, that you got to go because it ain't no guarantees you're going to repeat it again and, and stuff happens. So you just need to go ahead and leave while you're hot, especially if you're eligible to leave. Got, go ahead. Just, uh, everybody will understand. Won't nobody be mad at you. We, we are selfish um, fans that would love to for you to stay there, but you know, ultimately you got to make the decision that's going to help you with your family, take care of your family for many years to come. So if you're a young athlete, if you have a great season and you're eligible, I suggest you go ahead and take your talents to South Beach, like like LeBron <laughs> said. Go get paid. <laughs> go get paid. Like, you know what? You go to college to prepare for your career, do you not? That is 100% fact. So whether it's in the classroom or on the field. And right. And like I say, once you get hot, like, don't let nobody talk you out of it. Go ahead, because it's it's hard to duplicate seasons unless you Andrew Luck. Andrew Luck did it, and I mean, you know, he was projected first round, and he stayed because he wanted to graduate. And by golly, the next year he went first. He went first pick in the draft, anyways. Yeah, it, it you know, and, and he did it well, and, and there's a lot of other paths to do the same thing. And man, get paid. You said it best. This was tough, too, because earlier in the week, man, there were reports that Michigan was going to try to practice and they're going to have press conference. And, man, it's like, oh, we're going to have a game. We're going to have a game. And then, boom. Yeah, they had, they had us hyped up for us. You know what? But that, that, that's just who they are. You know, they get a, a lot of hype. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm sorry. Man, I'm sorry. No, you're, good. you're good. You're good. You're good. I had to do it. <laughs> don't, don't ever be sorry for roasting Michigan, man. Don't, not on this show. There's a lot of hype, man. You know, had us had us thinking it was gonna be something that it wasn't. You know, no. I'm used to it at this point. You know, I didn't seen it. I didn't seen this horse before, as I would say. How devastating is this for current players? Because you know, you guys prepared for this one game year round. Um, they're definitely getting robbed of an awesome experience. Um, like I, it is no rivalry like this rivalry in in all the sports. So you definitely missing out on something big, and it's unfortunate for people like like um 
like Jonathan Cooper, for example. I think mm-hmm. this is Jonathan's last year. Yep. And um, it's just unfortunate that he won't get to go out and, you know, finish the year with a win against the team up north like usual. You know, it's just like you get that all that burning desire to do all the stuff. You always – you let it go. You let it loose. You play freely. No fear at all. And you, it's, just a, it's just a wonderful game, man, because it's like – it, it's it's so hard to explain unless you played in it. Like it's you literally give it everything you have because everybody's depending on you to win that game. It, the whole state is depending on you to win that game, and it's just unfortunate that people won't get that. I mean, obviously, you know, moving forward, they'll play in the Big Ten championship, and you should always give it your all when you play. But it's just something about that game that pulls that competitive nature out of you that you. May might may not even known that you had, you know. Just I, it's just it's a lot of hate in that game, and it's unfortunate that they won't get to play it. Man, I wanted to see the hundred. It would have been the first year we'd have scored a hundred. <laughs> you know the uh, all time high, all time highs. Michigan, like about a hundred years ago, one hundred twenty years ago, beat Ohio State eighty six to nothing. And that's the that's the high mark in the series. And man, I, you know, we joke a lot, but like that that might have been in play this year, man. You know? No, it would have been no one hundred percent. I think yeah. wasn't wouldn't Coach Day have been back for this game as well? Yeah, he would have. He would have, and he he yeah. wanted to hang hundred on. So uh, I know we everybody do. <laughs> you know, that's such an easy target. You know, you can't help yourself at times. It get the game gets away from you. You know, you get caught up in the moment, and it's just like it just becomes so easy now. You're like, dang man, scoring ain't never been this. <laughs> <laughs> here's a here's a fun fact too. The longest winning streak in the history of the rivalry is nine games. Michigan did that from 1901 to 1909, well before any of us were around. Uh, that's, that's, so that was the days that everybody, that is fans of them, like to live off of. Yeah, leather helmets, right? You know? <laughs> well, get this, man. Ohio State right now is sitting on eight straight wins, so they would have tied the longest streak, too. Took that away from us. Mm. Well, don't worry. Man, we'll get next year definitely happen, and then for the next hundred years it'll probably happen, and we'll catch them in wins, and they'll just it probably won't even be a thing anymore. Just be anybody that goes to schools there just knows that they're gonna lose the last game of the season. This it is what it is. I like it, man. I'd love to see that happen. Michigan athletic athletic director Ward Manuel uh, earned a little bit of credit in Ohio this week. He had some quotes saying, you know. Basically, his team wanted to play the game, and here's what he had to say. He said, quote, I don't believe anybody, Ohio State or any other team, should be punished because of decisions we made by looking at eight games and saying we should play six. So this is earlier in the week, and he's saying, you know, let Ohio State in the Big Ten Championship game. He went on to say, quote, I just want to make clear, I think Ohio State is one of the top four teams in the country. So, you know, a lot of, a lot of Buckeye fans torn emotions there because <laughs> like, I don't know how to react. Man. I'm supposed to not like this guy. but No, like I, like I always say, like it, just because they make a terrible life decision to go there doesn't mean that they're bad people. Like I, like I say, it's some of the coolest people I've met that, went to, that played and went to school there for sure. So they're not they're not terrible people. I'm just they just made a terrible decision to go to school there and throw their lives away and you know hurt their athletic career a little bit. But that's you know that's that's totally different than who they are. It you can shows, redeem them later, right? Yeah, yeah, you know, yeah, you know, they just made a li- a terrible life decision, you know, and it's unfortunate, but they, you know, it is what it is. Yeah, it's just just awful news this week. And and what was surreal too is Ohio State's coaches and players were doing Zoom interviews when the news broke. So and, they, 
Yeah. Right in the middle of it to see some of the faces when it was registering, man, it was just really tough. But how's this for a cool moment? Right before getting the bad news, uh, we talked to Kerry Combs and asked uh, someone asked him, "How do you, you know, kind of get players that are from out of the state of Ohio? How, how do you get them to buy into the rivalry and understand how big it, the rivalry is?" And here's what he had to say. So after practice, I had my guys together and I grabbed Lathan Ransom. I guess so I got all the DBs, right? And here's Lathan Ransom, who's this kid from Arizona, who's a freshman. And I said, who's Tyvis Powell? And he said, well, he's the guy that intercepted the ball on the two point play. So that tells me that the kids who are new and the kids who are from across the country understand that when you play in this game, when you make a play in this game, it's legendary. It lasts forever. It's not, it, for, for all of time's sake, Tyvis Powell is going to be remembered for that play. It plays on our screen in the hallway uh, every day. I walk by it every day. You know, shout, shout out to Coach Coles, man. <laughs> that was great. <laughs> yeah, Coach Coles always, man. <laughs> he always take care. I'll, you know what, man, Coach Coles always had a special bond even from the days where he was cussing me out all the time and I didn't know my name. But that's neither here nor there. Coach Coles has always been a great coach, and he's always been there for me, you know, even when times where I was struggling. So it's good to, you know, to see that he <laughs> he still throws my name around. And it's good that, you know, kids – well, not kids because they're, they're young adults. Young men actually, like, pay attention to the history of this game. And I guess it doesn't it, – it helps that, you know, it, that – they hear it in the office because we, we go past the DV room, they got it on the TV and they do say it all day long. <laughs> that Tyus Powell saves the season. So that that's kind of cool, man. It's one of those things that I'm proud of. And, you know, when Leilani gets some age, you know, I can go back to the Woody and like, here, let me let me show you something. Let me show you something. Let me tell you something about your father. <laughs> yeah. Heck yeah. yeah. Yeah, so that's one of those things I'm looking forward to. And I'm just glad Coach Combs, you know, was there to help me make that play and tell me what was going on, man. He's always – he's a legend forever in my books for that because I wouldn't have never made that play. If it wasn't for Coach Combs, I wouldn't have made that play. And I'm going to always say that until the day I die. So I appreciate you, Coach. Very gracious on your end. But he, he called you a legend too, man. That's I mean, how does that make you feel to know that, like, you know, he's telling younger players know that you're a legend in this series that – you helped win the game at the end. I mean, that, that's got to be – I don't know. I, it, it would make it, me feel amazing. It, it is. It, it is, man. It, it, make, you know, it makes you feel gushy inside and all that good stuff. You know, I just, I just hope that, you know, when the next player comes and it's their time to make that play, that, you know, they, they make the play and they become a legend. Like I say, that is, that's definitely the way to get your name. Remember forever in the state of Ohio and really worldwide. Cause it's a lot of people really remember me for making their play. Cause it's, you know, I put a lot of hands over mouths that day. You know, you got it. <laughs> oh my god! Oh my god! You did. <laughs> you, you silenced a hundred thousand people in one second. Yeah, it was great feeling, man. Great feeling. Man, we gotta we gotta make a T-shirt for you that says <laughs> that, that says something like I won the the 2012 Michigan game, and then like. And, and and you could wear it around because you shouldn't have to buy a meal in this state, man. You just wear that shirt around. I, I wear them. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I don't mind being a regular pedestrian and you know doing doing paying what I owe. <laughs> I don't need no, I don't need no special treatment. You know, just uh, just same old, same old. Just was glad to make a play for the state of Ohio to make sure that so we can keep bragging because it's like up to like three thousand days or something like that since they last beat us and. 
you know, I'm waiting to get it. I want it to be a lifetime, you know, just a whole lifetime. <laughs> well, on behalf of the state of Ohio, thank you for making that play. And uh, it, listen, if you're not going to wear that T-shirt, I'll wear that T-shirt. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I'm Timus Powell. <laughs> Can I get my free meal or what? Listen, it ain't going to work. It might, it might work for this week and this week only. <laughs> Anytime yeah. we're about to play the game, that's when it works. Outside of that, it ain't going to get you nothing. They're going to no. be like, okay, what that <laughs> <laughs> Where's your, where's your debit card? <laughs> uh, yeah, so Michigan pulling out left kind of a gaping open weekend for Ohio State, and fans and media quickly turned earlier in the week to try to line up an opponent for the Buckeyes because at the time, I mean, the Big Ten was saying you had to play six games to get in the Big Ten championship game, and at first we're like, hey, Purdue has a COVID issue. Maybe we get an Indiana rematch. And then Oklahoma opened up, and Lincoln Riley said he'd do it, and Texas A&M – opened up his oh they was open to doing it oklahoma said they would play us yeah i mean lincoln basically said he would be open but he understands it's basically impossible to do because the big ten's got this rule that prevents non-conference opponents you know even remember nebraska tried to do it really early in the year when wisconsin yeah, yeah, they got, was, yeah. They, nebraska was trying to really they, they were trying to stress the big ten now and this they, whole, <laughs> they're they, the, the wild man of the big ten yeah, for sure. but they got a lot of progress from it though like they helped the big ten like yeah, they helped a lot of teams in the Big Ten get things done. So it, we wouldn't really even have a, a season if it wasn't for them. So we got to thank them. Yeah, so, I mean, the long and short of it is Ohio State's going to be off this weekend because of the Big Ten rule. But, I mean, that rule kind of bothers me. I, I know they're doing it for safety because the Big Ten's got higher standards on, on COVID protocols than the other conferences around the country. But, man, like it, it, like last week watching BYU and Coastal Carolina get get – get after it man that was so fun and the spirit in that game and i would just would love to see ohio state get a crack at another team this weekend but you so you saying you wanted them to play citadel is what you're saying i don't know if they can handle it i like justin fields listen, I, listen. that's, that's <laughs> citadel <laughs> pass rush <laughs> listen, y'all people gonna stop sleeping on citadel man they, they wait no clues and i wanted to be scheduled again i can't wait till next year when they play i hope they play next year yeah, they're gonna shock a lot. They're gonna shock the world, and I'm gonna I'll, be the only one that say I knew it. You know what? If, next time they play, I'm gonna get a Citadel foam finger, man. And I'll be on my, <laughs> I'll be on my couch giving it, giving it to them. But yeah, off weekend, uh, another weekend, another Saturday for uh, you know get some yard work done, or not now. I guess it's too cold for that. Maybe rake some <laughs> rake, rake some leaves. I don't know. Watch some other games. Just not the same, especially yeah, Michigan, yeah. man. It's not a. I'm not going to have a burning desire to get to the TV tomorrow. You know, I'm going to make sure I get my workouts in, make sure to, I'm, you know, make sure my body looking good for my wife, you know. It's important. Like, yeah, I always do that as well. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> hey, you're not supposed to laugh that hard, man. Come on. Hey, man. I told you, I got you, man. We're going we're gonna, we're gonna to start. We're going to start the, the Jason training session, you know? We're going to start slow, and we're going to ease into this thing. You know? Let's do it, man. Let's go flip some tires, man. I'm ready. I am ready. You want to flip CC? You want to CrossFit. That's, see, that's your problem. You want to jump in like that. You can't just jump in. You got to take it easy. You got to slowly go into this. Got to get the cardio yeah. down first. Yeah, because, right? see, once you – if you go in that hard, you're going to be sore, and then you're gonna, it's going to discourage you from wanting to keep going. But, uh, the, pro, but the thing about being sore is, like this is this is the part that people feel that like you go work out like you get motivated to go work out and then you feel that soreness and then you're like man I don't I can't do it because I'm too sore. But what you don't know is you got to keep going because if you stop you are gonna be sore again if you try to start back up. So you just got to keep working through the soreness and then 
you'll never be sore again. Like me, I've been working out for months and like I don't even get sore anymore because it's like my body used to doing it type thing. Push through it, man. I've always thought pain is weakness leaving the body. So I'm, I'm on with that too. Uh, Big 10 eventually did the right thing a day after Michigan announced they wouldn't be able to play. They changed their rule. Uh, As which, they should. Yep, which required teams to have six games played to be in the Big Ten championship game, and they changed it to let Ohio State play with five games. Uh, they said, quote, the decision was based on a competitive analysis, which determined that Ohio State would have advanced to the Big Ten football championship game based on its undefeated record and head-to-head victory over Indiana, regardless of a win or loss against Michigan. And you said it, man. They, they, they should, and they did, and they did the right thing. Uh, 11 Warriors, man, we literally had a post we were getting ready to publish the moment the opening kickoff took place in the Michigan game because they would have clinched at that moment, right? I mean, you play one uh, under the old rule. I mean, Michigan could have beat Ohio State 1,000 or nothing, and Ohio State still would have gone to Indy under that rule. So I'm glad they did the right thing. And, and you, you said it all along, man, weeks uh, ago. I'm, listen, I'm, t- I'm a prophet in time, man. It just, it just was no way, though. Like, like you, you really going to let, like, a year like this where you know the circumstance. And on top of that, it's y'all fault that they even in this – predicament you know if you would have just played the 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 eight games and started earlier like we wouldn't even be having this conversation because they could have made up could have you know they left no room for error like it was like no like if y'all don't play the game we just go cancel it like that ain't gonna work like it's and the way this thing is spiking like you ain't got no choice but to either play some games or you just got to let change some rules and ultimately they did the right thing and changed the rules for them. And it's, I mean, it, everybody knows it's the right decision. Even, even those people from Indiana who want to say <laughs> that, you know, <laughs> like, they salty. <laughs> like they had a, they actually had a chance to win this game or to go in there and think they should be above Ohio state, a team who they could not beat. Like, it, it's just, it's unbelievable how people think at times. It's, it's ridiculous. ESPN college basketball. Color guy Dan Dakich has a radio show, and earlier in the week he was tweeting a bunch of nonsense, said Indiana beat the brakes off of Ohio State, that they deserve to play in Indianapolis instead of the Buckeyes. And I don't I mean, who won that game? Can you remind me? He seems to – he's got me confused a little bit. <laughs> I know, when you say it like that, it made me think like, who <laughs> that game? <laughs> Did Ohio State lose that game? <laughs> lose that game? Like, what are you yeah. talking about? Yeah, like that's – like I said, it's just – you know, the thing about Indiana is and, – and I can see where they're coming from because, you know, they've, they haven't had a great season in, in many years. Right. This year they went all out and they had a tremendous season. And I feel like they should be rewarded for it. But, I mean, like, let's like let's call a spade a spade. Like, y'all know that Ohio State was the better team and they deserve to be in. Like, obviously, y'all went head-to-head and y'all lost. So, like, I don't understand where the, the riffraff is. Like, y'all really going to try to go with some rules that in a year like this where where that virus could care less about any rule. Right. Like, that, yeah. So, like, but they should. Like, they should definitely be rewarded. Them, should They should go to – I don't know if they should go to the Rose Bowl or not. But I think they, they definitely should be rewarded for sure because they had a heck of a season. And the last, last week's win was really huge for them. And they, oh, yeah. They, yeah, they they doing their thing. They got something special brewing, and I'm I'm interested to see what it progress into for years to come. I hope they finally figured it out. Yeah, hats off. They uh, 
the state of Indiana is finally realizing that football is a better sport than basketball. So we want to welcome them to the football side. We don't, we don't want to be too mean to them. Cause you know, they've seen the light. They understand that the better sport here, but like, I mean, that was Justin Fields worst ever game as a Buckeye threw three interceptions. Uh, Bucks still led 35 to seven in the third quarter. Indiana was held to minus five yards rushing. I'm sorry, Dan Dackett. You can't beat the brakes off anyone. If you have minus five on the ground, it just doesn't work like that, man. It's just not how it works. You know, people uh, look at their their final score is skewed. You know, it's, it's it's a false narrative of what went down. But I will say that they definitely play some great defense. They did do that. They do. That front was tough. Uh, Indiana Athletics Director uh, Scott Dolson issued a classy statement uh, this week, saying, "Quote: Although we understand the conference's decision, we are disappointed. From the start of the year, we have said we can only control what we can control." We had a chance to earn our spot in the Big Ten championship game, but ultimately fell a touchdown short on the road against a great Ohio State team. So, all right, we're, we're going to hand out some respect to all these athletic directors this week because they're all saying nice things about the Buckeyes. Yeah, I mean, you know, and that's the thing about the Big Ten conference. Um, that we all kind of stick together on things, you know, even if it's not – our they own do. school that's, you know, getting the glory. You know, we always want to see our conference, you know, at least represented in the big and on the top stages and stuff. So, you know, it's it's good to see that everybody sticks together in the big team, basically. Yeah, very collegial up here. And, and you're right. I, I like seeing that as well. I mean, on Saturday afternoons, you go head to head and you battle. But, uh, you know, they're smart. They do things the right way. Uh, end result of this, Ohio State will play Northwestern next Saturday, the 19th at noon in Indianapolis for the Big Ten Championship game. It's the sixth trip for Ohio State to the Big Ten Championship game, tying the most ever with Wisconsin in the league. Uh, Fourth trip in a row for the Buckeyes. They actually won the last three, including a 45-24 win over Northwestern in 2018. Buckeyes are 4-1 and all-time in this game. Uh, Just that one loss, I'm not even going to mention it. Uh, Michigan (laughs) has still never earned a trip to Indianapolis. <laughs> Michigan don't even know what it's like. They don't no one from Michigan's ever seen the inside of Lucas Oil Stadium. That's very unfortunate. That that's sad. That's really sad. <laughs> you hate to see it. You hate to see it. Wow. Mm-mm-mm. Yep, I hate it too. Coming up, college football rankings, the nightmare scenario which could affect Ohio State. Dabo Swinney stays the worst person on earth. And much more to come right back. There's a big difference between your house beer and the new house beer at B-Dubs. Yours comes in cans and bottles. Ours comes cold on draft at the sports bar. And it's called Wild Herd Kolsch by Goose Island. And in $3 talls, it's a bright, crisp, and easy drinking excuse to trade your couch for Buffalo Wild Wings. So get here and make your next beer a $3 tall Wild Herd Kolsch. Buffalo Wild Wings. Roar! At participating locations for a limited time, dine in only. Please drink responsibly. Welcome back. Thanks for joining us on No Cap Pod. You can find us on Twitter at No Cap All Pod. Be sure to give us a follow, shoot us some questions. We'll try to answer them on the show. Man, we got uh, the CFP rankings this week. The top six remain the same. Ohio State, of course, beat the tar out of uh, Michigan State and remain at four, but Alabama one, Notre Dame two, Clemson three, Texas A&M five, Florida at six. And, uh, you know, staying the same. We, we, we talked earlier about Indiana not getting respect. They're number 12 right now uh, with one loss behind two loss, Iowa State, Georgia, 
and two loss Oklahoma. And that, to me, that's just super ignorant, man. I can't, I can't even get past that. Yeah. I, I, I see. This is why Indiana is at the, like why they mad about this big 10 championship thing. Like I said, they're not getting no respect for this, the season that they're having. And like I said, I see what's going. I see y'all, like y'all for sure. It's it really brings joy to my heart to see that y'all finally have crossed the, you know, that 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 threshold where you seem like y'all could never beat the good team. And it's it's unfortunate that they're not receiving the credit. And I pray to God that you know, like I said, right now the only ranking that really matters the most is the last one. I mean, let's be clear about that. And I really hope that they fix that moving forward do they play this week indiana play this week they were supposed to play purdue for oh yeah and it got canceled yeah oh man yeah i mean they're getting dinged because they're not a blue blood they're not a historical team with a yes yeah that's what i'm saying it's not fair so i see why that's half the reason why they mad about that that big 10 thing oh yeah a lot of it i mean but i mean do you remember the first ever college football playoff rankings had i think mississippi State and Ole Miss were both in the top five. So, like, if Indiana played in the SEC and was doing this, they'd be like ranked number three right now. I mean, it's it's so stupid, and uh, I'm you know I'm just just frustrated with the bias, I guess. But uh, keep keep playing Hoosiers, keep keep battling. You're you're gonna get the name for yourself, and you won't have to deal with this nonsense soon. But OSU getting into that Big Ten championship game is huge. They got to win the game. It'll give them a sixth game, hopefully a sixth win, uh, to get into the final college football playoff because they're gonna announce. The game is Saturday the 19th at noon. The next day on Sunday the 20th, is they're going to announce the four teams in the playoff. The next day? Yeah, yeah. Next day they'll announce the team. So, High State's got to get a win and look good, you know. It, what is Northwestern ranked? 14th. Oh, that's a good game. Good. Yep. Yeah, that's, that's a solid win for sure. They'd be a lot higher if they beat Michigan State. I don't know what they were doing two weeks ago, but uh, yeah, you know. they, they they dropped the ball on that one. <laughs> yeah, Michigan State's not good. So uh, the the jockeying's kind of already started. A Texas A and M media member put out a graphic this week comparing Ohio State and Texas A and M's resumes, like kind of saying, "Hey, A and M should be a not not Ohio State if it comes down to it." Had all these data points, you know, like strength of schedule and margin of victory and all this other nonsense. Uh, you know the one data point it did not have on it? Was that? <laughs> Number of losses. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, bro. Like, I, people really like – A&M is, is a good team, too. I, I'm not going to take any credit away from them either. You know, they and um, they play in the quote-unquote big bad SEC. But then they lost to Florida, right? They said they lost against Florida? Or did Florida lose to A&M? Florida lost to A&M. A&M got destroyed by Alabama. So what's really the point of them going, getting the four seed to go against Alabama again to get destroyed again? Like that, that makes no sense to me. And it, yeah. it, like people really need to, like, y'all need to stop it. Like stop the games. We need to really call a spade a spade. It is what it is. Like why would Texas A&M be put in the playoff to go against a team where they got destroyed again? Like that, that, that don't even make any sense to me. And it's not, they're not even going to be conference champions. Like, it's, it's not. Like, that's nuts. Like, stop it. Yeah. Like, like really, stop it. Like, it's unbelievable how, how people be stretching. I can understand Florida, maybe. Like, hey, people say Florida. Like, okay, you, that's, a, that's a good argument. But, I mean, like I say, we couldn't control the fact that we didn't play as many games as everybody else did. Like, we played what our schedule told us to play. Yeah. 
what happened. I mean, it is what it is. And with the year that we're having with COVID, like, like y'all know what's going on, man. Stop it. Like, just y'all, y'all telling me y'all don't want arguably the best quarterback in college to play for the national championship. Like that, that don't, that's nuts. That don't even make sense either. Like that, every good potential top quarterback has always been in the conversation for the national championship. Like y'all trying to rob this man on a year where all he did was do the stuff that he could control. He controlled all the things that he could control, showed up, played well, did what he was supposed to do, got his team to win. And y'all don't want him to play for the championship. Like that's, that's nuts to me. I don't even know why people even think like this. Yeah. Incredibly dumb. Incredibly dumb. There's a nightmare scenario. You kind of touch on a little bit, but Florida and Alabama are going to get together in the SEC championship game. Clemson and Notre Dame in the ACC championship game rematch there. Uh, the nightmare scenario, of course, is if Florida beats Alabama and then Clemson beats Notre Dame and all, all these teams have one loss. Uh, some people think it might get OSU left out. Uh, I'm not sure I agree if that, if, if, if that does happen. Uh, first of all, I don't know that Alabama's going to lose to anyone. And, and I, I, I honestly think Clemson's going to, you know, beat Notre Dame. So we might have a problem with that part of it, but you know, I, I don't see Ohio state getting left out because you're going to let two teams that just lost their final game of the season, just walk right in the playoffs. You're going to have four one loss teams in the playoff and, and leave an undefeated team out. I mean, even if Ohio state hasn't played enough games, it just, it just seems, you know, too far fetched for me to get to right now. And we need to really stop like comparing the the numbers of game and deal with like the quality of the game. Like like Ohio State has is a good product. You know they put out great film. Team obviously getting better week to week. You know all the problems that we were talking about in week one is not really the same things we're talking about now. So obviously they're showing improvement mm-hmm. um, moving forward. And it's, you know, let's just give the world what they want to see, honestly. Like, everybody wants to see the top teams play the top, play each other. And that's honestly how you become, you know, if you want to be the best, you got to beat the best, you know? So you need to put all the teams that that we already know, this Kobe, what what it is, and just let them play it out. And when the the winner deserves it, you know, they went against the best teams and got it done. Do you know who does not want to see Ohio State in the college football playoff? Yeah, that dude, that dude, that I don't really even like to say his name either, but yeah, that one guy, <laughs> that, that one guy that we're that, that uh, coached the orange team. Dabo Swinney, he appeared on the Rich Eisen show today and said he does not think Ohio State should make it into the college football play. You know, it's almost like, um, you know, you, you, you got to have 120 hours to get a business degree and, and, and but yet, you know, these people over here only need 60 hours to get a business degree. You know, it, it, I just think it would be, if I was on a committee, it mm-hmm. would be hard for me to leave out a 10-1 uh, and one, uh, Texas A&M or a 11-game uh, a, a Florida uh, team, um, you know, over a team that's played six games. So in this clown's view, he wants the CFP to basically be two ACC and two SEC teams? Yeah, yeah, basically, <laughs> basically, I mean, you know, like, like I said, he's, first of all, it, what he thinks is relevant in my personal opinion, he's known for having terrible um, outlooks on things. Um, and, you know, you always want to see your conference, obviously, succeed, because you want to always say, I got the best, we play in the best conference type thing. So I can understand why he wants to see the ACC in there, you know, two ACC teams. Um, but 
you know, his his analogy is terrible. <laughs> like if you qualify for it, you qualify for it. You know, just because it takes some people a lot of games or a lot of hours, I should say, to become good at something doesn't mean that it's going to take the next person that same thing. So that analogy is total BS. Um, and moving forward, like, I don't know why, like, he played. He played us last year, and it was at the point where they know what it is. They know they should have lost that game. <laughs> and I think, like, he probably knows that. Like, why would you not? Like, even as a competitor, like, you don't want people to sit there and be like, you know, Ohio State fans to say, if it wasn't for those referees, you know, we would have won the game. Like, wouldn't you want to beat us fair and square? Like, I'm gonna show y'all. Like, the referees had nothing to do with it. Like, we are gonna beat y'all fair and square with no ref help. And shut y'all up. Wouldn't that wouldn't that be what you would want? Like, you want to play the best teams and show that you are the best. Like, I don't know. Like, the, people's logic sometimes really it really it shows that people really want to have a cakewalk to stuff. They don't really want to earn things no more. Like, they just want the easy road, and that's sad. Like, it really is. That's where we at in life now. Like, you don't even want to fight or go against the best teams to like hold weight that you was the best team in college football. Like. It's just weird to me. I don't know, man. Every time he opens his mouth at this point in time, he says something done, dumb. I, I'm just really in awe at this point. It's 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 remarkable, and uh, I don't know how he can top himself. <laughs> I don't have time for this, man. I'm I'm so it, you know he's a perfect villain too because no one fears Jim Harbaugh in Ohio right now. But Dabo, you know, he's he's got the Buckeyes number a little bit, and he and he says dumb stuff constantly. I don't know what you can ask for in terms of you know, having a better perfect villain. No, like I said, he. I will give him his credit. You know, he's he's what three and zero against Ohio State, so he he has every right to say he is. Say, and we really can't, you know, say a lot about him and his team because he's he's obviously gotten the best of us. But I just feel like this year it would be to- it might it would be different. It would be different, I, and I would love to see it. And I feel like he should want to see it. Yeah, you know who else wants to see is Justin Fields because he wants a rematch with Trevor Lawrence. Oh, for sure. And right yeah. now, it, I mean, in my personal opinion, even even though I'm a, a alumni, my stuff don't – what I say don't hold no credit because I'm biased. But I just feel like he's been the better quarterback this season outside of, of course, the Indiana game. I mean, but right outside of that, he's been playing dang near perfect in my personal oh, opinion. Oh, I agree. So. He- I, he, he's looked great, looked great all year. So, you know, I want to see those two go out of two guys that played high school football the same year in the same state in Georgia, uh, number one and two prospects in that class. will probably go number one and two in the draft. Uh, give us one more of those. That's all we want. Plus let's shut Dabo out or shut Dabo up. I should say shut him out too. I could live with that as well. But, say that. Yeah, I'll take both. <laughs> <laughs> when nobody be complaining, you showed him. Oh man. It, Dabo wouldn't hear the end of that. He gets shut out. <laughs> we, yeah, 11 games canceled or postponed this weekend. We're back in double digits, my man. It was going a little better for us. It's unfortunate. <laughs> Nowadays, it's the, it, it's the good games. <laughs> that's the part that's killing It's the good games that everybody wants to see that's getting canceled. Yeah, we got some good ones. Old Miss at Texas A&M is canceled. Uh, at number eight, Cincinnati at number 24, Tulsa is off. Number 11, Oklahoma at West Virginia is off. Number 12, Indiana at Purdue is off. Washington and Oregon's off. Uh, Jeff Halfley came out this week at Boston College said, hey, we don't wanna, we're not even going to play a bowl game this year. And he was the first team to do that, basically just opt out of bowl consideration. I think it's a great move, man. I mean, bowls are usually go have some fun, go do some public events, maybe do some charity stuff. You're not going to be able to do any of that this year. Yeah. I mean, the only, the only knock on it is that, you know, you obviously they match you up with teams that – 
um, they feel is equivalent to you. So, you know, the competition of the game is honestly the best part of it. But, you know, with the, with the situation that's going on, like, I understand, like, you won't have the, the bowl experience. Yeah. But I'd still like to play some good schools. And you would. <laughs> if you were playing right now, you'd still want to go to a bowl game? If it for wasn't, sure. Yeah, for e- sure. Even if it wasn't a college football playoff? Yup. Okay. Now, that's just the Toy Stito's Bowl. Or, or, I mean, not the Toy Stito, the Little Caesars Bowl or something like that. Then, uh, you know, they keep that. But, <laughs> <laughs> but any other, all the regular ones for sure. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, it's, it's, you have the other thing, too, where, you know, they're going to miss all those extra practices you get. But it, this year, like, what's it matter at this point? So, I don't know. I'm with Jeff. I can see why, you know, let the guys enjoy Christmas with their families. If they celebrate yeah. it, and you know, that's that's the thing too. I ain't think about that, man. Because I mean, you you went to plenty of bowl games. You how many how many times did you get to go home on Christmas during your when you were playing for high school? Uh, we, we they let us get a, little, a little couple of days, a, <laughs> a couple of days at home. Yeah, I, I think my I think my last year, I think the plane left to go to Arizona the next day. So it was like you know we let you go home, but you know. That morning or that afternoon, you got you got to be back because the plane's leaving. Yeah, well, l- last year for the game against Clemson, uh, the Buckeyes were in Phoenix on Christmas Day. I mean, they weren't even in Ohio. Oh, so, really? Yeah, yeah, it could be tough. But you said it, man. Got some good games this week. Let's rip through them real quick. Number one, Alabama at Arkansas, noon on ESPN. Number nine, Georgia, at Missouri, noon on the SEC Network. Illinois at number 14 Northwestern. We'll be watching that one to scout it. Uh, noon on ESPN2. Michigan State at Penn State. Noon on ABC. Number 13, Coastal Carolina. Sitting there at 10-0. and 0. They go to Troy, 3 o'clock on ESPN+. Plus. Uh, number 17, North Carolina. At number 10, Miami. That'll be a good one. 3.30 on ABC. Wisconsin at number 16, Iowa. 3.30 on FS1. LSU at number six, Florida, seven o'clock on ESPN. USC at UCLA, seven thirty on ABC. The USC game, USC. Did you know USC and UCLA? You know when they play, they both wear their home jerseys. Really? So you got, I guess, UCLA wearing their whatever blue shade that is they wear, and then USC wearing the maroon jersey. So both teams have dark jerseys. I've always thought it would be really cool to see Ohio State and Michigan do that. What What are your thoughts on that? Where they both wear their home jersey. Yeah, yeah. So that would be nice. I think that would be nice. I mean, it ain't like you'll get confused. No, <laughs> it's 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 scarlet and blue, right? I mean, yeah. That'd be actually that'd be nice. I mean, I, I I'm sure people wouldn't like it because it'd go against your tradition. But true, true that. I, but I, I wouldn't mind it. Yeah, yeah. I would like to see it too. Uh, we had a rough week picking games last week. You had Oklahoma State minus two against TCU. TCU ended up winning that game 29-22. It was, I didn't know it was injuries. That, that, that's, it was skewed. If I would have known that Oklahoma – I think Oklahoma State's quarterback might have been hurt or something like that. I didn't know that. So that's not fair. <laughs> it wasn't, it wasn't fair. <laughs> but it is what it is. It, it's an L all the same. <laughs> I had Wisconsin giving up 13 and a half against Indiana. Indiana was playing with their backup. Uh, Indiana was like, nope, just went up there and won that game outright 14 to six. So the end result, you and I are both eight and two now. We fell off our eight and one uh, perch a little bit, but we're still tied. Got a couple weeks left. One of us can maybe win this thing. Who do you have this week? Would any of these games jump out at you? 
I'm honestly thinking about. I mean, I'm playing with house money now, so I can get crazy with it. Uh, <laughs> the, the, the worst has happened. I think I'm gonna take North Carolina over Miami. Okay, that's the one I want to go with. And you're gonna get three points there too. Because uh, Miami's gonna... favored by three, so you're gonna get three points. You like that one, huh? Yeah, I do. I, I, I like North Carolina this season. They really started off hot kind of fell down a little bit, but I, I still think they're a good football team. I am going to go right near you there. We're both going to have games at 3.30 here in the 3.30 window. I'm going to take Iowa getting two points at home against Wisconsin. I like that one, too. Is it is it at Iowa? It's at Iowa. They're getting two against a Wisconsin oh, yeah, team that hasn't looked great since beating up on Michigan, honestly. We're both getting points. That should be interesting. And, again, both our games are at 3.30, so – I'm sure we'll be texting each other like we do every Sunday or <laughs> Saturday, uh, talking some trash about our picks. It's time for Wax Stories. You know the rules. Tybus shares a hilarious or absurd story from his days as a Buckeye. All right, so this story, this story was, a, was one of those stories that, you know, it was funny to me, but the world was in a panic, okay? So I, this is, I can't remember what year this is. It might have been... 2015 I want to say so I had class and I'm coming home from class and I'm pulling up to my apartment and I see um the ambulance outside right so I, I ain't thinking nothing because you know people call the ambulance I'm like all right obviously somebody something's wrong in somebody's house you know so I'm praying for them like hopefully everything is okay so, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm walking up the stairs slowly. I'm like, man, it's like in my building, right? <laughs> so I come up, I come upstairs and I come to my door and it's open. Mm. I'm like, oh my goodness, this is at my house. <laughs> this, <laughs> is, my, this is getting yeah. scary, man. This is getting I'm scary. like, what is going on? <laughs> like, why is the evidence at my house? And I see. I see him taking Cardell out. And I'm like, what? Cardell, what, what in the world is going on? And he like, he like, like, you know, he kind of like laying on the bed, like, man, I just like, whoa, like woozy type thing. And I'm like, man, what is going on? <laughs> right? So they take him with the ambulance, hmm. right? They they get him situated and they take him, they take him to the hospital. <laughs> so <laughs> At this point, I'm like, man, what what is going on? Like, is this really happening right now? So he he sends me a message later. He like, I'm good. I'm, I'm like, what happened? He was like, I I was dehydrated, <laughs> and he said he had like a headache all day. Like he had like a migraine all day. And he was just like, it was to the point where he couldn't like focus anymore. So he just called the hospital, and they can't pick him up. But he was dehydrated, <laughs> so. Well, I'm glad. I mean, that, that that's something that's fixable, yeah, right? Yeah. So, so the the problem comes down that people word gets out that Cardio went to the hospital. So now the thing is, my phone is blowing up now. Like everybody calling my phone. Like, is Cardio okay? What's wrong with Cardio? And I'm like, the news people calling me and everything. And I'm like. So this is my response is that after Cardell has told me what has happened to him and he was fine. My response to everybody was Car- <laughs> Cardell, he um he had his first period 
and he didn't know how to handle it. Oh, it was, it was that it was that tie with the ball for me. You hit him with that. You hit him. That's, with what, that? I, that's what I was saying. Like, it was that tie with the ball. He just didn't know how to handle it, you know. So, you know, he's good though, and every everything is all good. He's he's situated, you know. They taught him how to get his tampons and stuff like that, but he he'll be fine. So everybody looking at me like, Tyrus, are you crazy? This man just went in the ambulance. And I'm, you know, I'm killing the situation. And I'm explaining, like, he just was dehydrated and he's fine. But, yeah, that was that that was a scary moment. Because I really was like, man. Yeah, you don't want to see that. the ambulance. So, <laughs> yeah, it, it messed me up for a little bit. But, yeah, he was good, though. What year was this? I want to say it was – I want to say it was my last year. I, I, it was either my last year or the year before. But I'm pretty sure it was my last year. So we got to turn this around and turn it into Cardell calling the ambulance because he was thirsty. Because that's, I mean, that's what it boils down to, right? I mean, I'll, yeah. <laughs> Basically. <laughs> and I want to picture, you remember when, they, when Paul Pierce got carried off that basketball court? I want to picture. That, that's exactly what I was thinking. Like, <laughs> like, I can't believe you right now. Like, you really just got all, did all that. Oh, you, my wow. goodness. Wow. But yeah, that yeah, that happened, man. Shout out Cardell, man. You hilarious. <laughs> you really hilarious for that. He had that university paid health insurance, man. He was <laughs> he was doing what he wanted. He wanted to ride in an ambulance, man. I feel for I'm with you. I'm with you, Cardell. <laughs> Hope you enjoyed the ambulance trip. Uh it's time for going for three, our weekly roast of whatever catches our eye in news involving the Michigan Wolverines. Uh we talked about it earlier, Ward Manual, Michigan's athletic director, you know, said they wanted to play. Uh, unable to with, with COVID cases spiking all over up there. Yeah, but they really wanted to play. And I believe him, man. I'm giving him the benefit of the doubt. I'm, I'm not into the conspiracy theories that they intentionally ducked Ohio State. I think they wanted to play the game, but just couldn't. But what's so great about this is no one's going to remember that. This is not going to get viewed that way forever <laughs> and ever. Many Ohio State fans and, and, and possibly some Michigan fans are going to view this as the game that Michigan – ducked Ohio State. I mean, the, the, <laughs> the, the truth's in trouble here, right? <laughs> you know what? The, the truth will get skewed on years out. You know, 10 years from now, we're not going to say. I mean, we probably will say COVID, but we're going to definitely. A little wink with it. They say it was COVID, but you know. you know, right, we, yeah. we was rolling that year. They knew what was good for them. Yeah, yeah, that's the best part about it. I mean, they did the right thing. They're, they, you said nice things about Ohio State, and you know what? History is going to remember them for ducking this game, even <laughs> even though they technically probably didn't. Hey, thanks for joining us on this episode of No Cap. We will see you next week. <laughs>